an ensemble series with six leads. The basic premise is, you know, six 30-something-year-olds in Los Angeles uh, just trying to, you know, figure out life. We we all have come to accept that 30-year-olds today look entirely different than the 30-year-olds of our, you know, our parents' generation. A lot of us uh, don't own homes. We don't have children. We're still in pursuit of um, professional goals. And there really isn't a clear roadmap of what it means to be a successful 30-year-old. And basically, we examined our own lives and we looked at the lives of our friends and what we were each going through. And we decided to make characters that mirror our own journey. And so it's a show where you watch six uh, closely related people um, struggle with life, love, career, triumphs, failures. Um, it, it feels very real. It feels very close to us. We are the... Get Realisms Podcast. I am Adam Chase Reddy. And I am Christine Chen. And surprise, we're both filmmakers. We get into it by sharing secrets, advice, and gossip in filmmaking. And we even get our other filmmaking friends to share theirs too. So please, everybody, join us for an, an ode, ode to, to filmmaking. filmmaking. <laughs> In this season, we get into Christine's feature-length thriller fantasy, Ursula. A small idea that made a killer swap mermaid a reality. Oh my gosh. It, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 73. 73 of the Get Realists podcast. I yeah. am Adam Chase Rennie. And I am Christine Chen. And we've got guests. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I'm uh, Brandon Haynes. And I'm Michael Andrews. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is your first time. It is. It is the first time. Again, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us. We've been spending um, a decent amount of time with Christine lately. That's, that's translation for too much time. <laughs> so since you so spent too much time. House. Yeah. <laughs> Has she made threats to you yet? I'm kidding. No, no threats. It's been a, it's been a lot of fun. I'm like, um, let me clean. I'm sorry. I'm still here. <laughs> no, it's been a lot of fun. And um, we've been enjoying talking about being creative and our mutual projects and future projects. So it's been good. Yeah. No, it's been, uh, I came I actually opened up the New Year's um, in Los Angeles on Brandon and Michael's big ass awesome project. So I want them to talk talk more about it because it's pretty. I think it's awesome. And uh, when I heard about it last year, I was like, I want to get a be a part of it. So uh, Michael, whoever wants to take the lead on it, tell tell us about your the title of your project and what you've been working on. Yeah, um, it is called When We Grow Up. It's a series that we are, have been developing over the last year. Um, we actually came up with it on New Year's Eve of 2020. Yeah. Um, so it's been a little over a year, and um, we shot the first uh, half of the pilot. Uh, we were shut down because of a little COVID thing, uh, but we did get four days out of our six in. So it's very exciting. Um, it's something we've been developing a whole season, but we've been putting it together um, with some friends of ours and uh, a cast. We we have six lead actors in it. It's about, well, why don't you tell them what it's about? You're good at this. 
Um, yeah, it's an ensemble series with six leads. The uh, basic premise is, you know, six 30-something-year-olds in Los Angeles uh, just trying to, you know, figure out life. We we all have come to accept that 30-year-olds today look entirely different than the 30-year-olds of our, you know, our parents' generation. A lot of us uh, don't own homes. We don't have children. We're still in pursuit of um, professional goals. And there really isn't a clear roadmap of what it means to be a successful 30-year-old. And basically, we examined our own lives and we looked at the lives of our friends and what we were each going through. And we decided to make characters that mirror our own journey. And so it's a show where you watch six uh, closely related people um, struggle with life, love, career, triumphs, failures. Um, it, it feels very real. It feels very close to us. <clears throat> our friend of our podcast, Roxy says, but we've got dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we do have dogs. That's nice. Michael and I have no dogs. <laughs> Not yet, you guys. But once you do, change your life. But we've um, our um, our six uh, characters are mostly creatives, um, actors, dancers, singer songwriters, photographers. One of the characters uh, is a surgeon, um, and uh, he draws a little bit of inspiration from my own life because my day job I'm a urologist who um, uh, is incredibly unfulfilled by that, and I'm much more interested in following creative passions and and creative pursuits, and so put a little bit of myself into the character of Derek. How, when did you find out that you were interested in creative stuff? Like, was it always there or? Yeah, to be honest, um, it was always there. And um, I thought about film school, but I always wanted to be a doctor. And I figured um, there's no way to go to film school and be a doctor, but if I went to medical school, I could still do film stuff. And so, it just felt like the safer path, but um, I don't know if it was necessarily the right choice, but you know what, it got me to where I am. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that because I do have uh, this like safety net and I have job security and I have a skill that, uh, you know, can't be taken away from me. So uh, whatever, this is where I ended up, but I, it was always in the back of my mind, but I, I pursued this math and science uh, route full force yeah it's probably what my parents would have liked me to have done <laughs> well i was just gonna say i'm like you are that much significantly smarter than most filmmakers already which is incredible so hats off to you sir that's that's great yeah producer right there yeah exactly this is like you can work out the numbers and stuff you got you got it. he's a swiss army man well what can you say you know yeah it's um yeah, it's it's given me some um, some strengths definitely in in the creative process and in producing, um, but yeah, if I could leave it and just tell right. stories and make a living telling stories, that would be that would be the ideal goal. This isn't um, Michael Brandon's first project. Uh, we we actually met uh, last was it last year, Louisiana? No, it's almost three years. Yeah, no. Three years? What? Um, right, right when the pandemic hit, right when the pandemic hit, um, I met them on their nice to meet you, but I, 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 
I'm glad I said the title right since I butchered every single uh, call sheet. <laughs> oh my god we had an entire episode about this like we just we literally mess up on titles of films all the time to the to the point sometimes where it'll be the last day of the shoot and i would say the wrong title for like a 30-day shoot and they're like yeah you know it was this title right and i'm like oh we've been on the shoot for like a month and no one corrected me so i'm just that idiot Damn yeah, it. I, okay. I thought Christine had actually was making jokes, like being fun with it. Yeah, yeah that's what they thought too. Was, yeah, it was nice <laughs> to know you. Yeah. Like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> next day was something different. Like, yeah. Well, the set. When I caught on to it the second day, I made it. Uh, it made it completely wrong too. We're not that disrespectful. Was, the, second was, yeah. the second day was on purpose. Yeah. First yeah, we're day not, was yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, we're not disrespectful. We're just illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was. I just got back from a long month long shoot of I don't even know where and uh, I get a call being like, can you 80 tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, what's okay, the weekend? Yeah, what time? <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do on the weekend anyway? Sure. And uh, yeah, and that was it. And I'm very glad because I met Michael and Brandon and they're, they're filming top five in the film prize. It's awesome. And it like has what, like 30,000 views or something on YouTube? Yeah. 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 yeah Holy shit! Up on yeah. Last month, yeah, already, got thirty thousand yeah. views in a month, which yeah. we're stoked about. Oh my yeah. gosh! Congratulations, they're, they're, gentlemen! They'll put Thank their you. link if anybody wants to watch it. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, we will. Awesome. Yeah, it uh, makes you cry. So. <laughs> oh, dude, I love dramatic stuff that make me cry. I don't know what it is, but that and scary shit. Give it, give it all, yeah. give it all to me. I need it. Yeah, I like a good mix as well. I like scary movies; they're fun. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So. <laughs> So you said this was a series. How long did it take you guys to, um, I guess, develop the arc of the of of y'all's story? Um, that the overall arc of it came really fast. Mm -hmm. Actually, I mean, um, yeah, it really was. On like uh, New Year's Eve, we were watching another limited series thing that we saw um, that was made for like two or three thousand dollars. And we were what was it? What was it? Called? Um, it's called Giants. Um, Giants. Yeah, okay. it's, it's James called Giant. Bland. It's yeah, created by James, James Bland. Um, he's becoming quite successful now, but that was his, you know, his his first big project. Um, yeah, it's, it's an independently, you know, produced seasons, and distributed. Uh, it's on BET Plus now. Mm -hmm. um, oh. But they ended up on their second season. They won several um, daytime Emmy awards. Yeah. For it. Wow. But I think the second season was somewhere i mean I'm, i might be wrong on the numbers but they probably only spent like 17 or 20 grand it, yeah it was really yeah. wow. holy shit and it was all was it uh like 30 minute to an hour type stuff right. like for each episode no, or? the the episode run times varied but they were usually probably around 15 yeah. minutes yeah, yeah. 15 okay they made it with two to three grand i was just gonna say that's really impressive that's insane that's, well, that's really good say, so. yeah i mean the first i think it was just he wrote it, directed it, was the star in it. His friend was right. the other star, and then they had a cameraman and a sound guy. And that's it. And they just yeah. did it on the weekends here and there, um, just in their house, you know, kind of shooting and then You're just cutting multiple together. checks at that point. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, they, it's all. It was really impressive, and it kind of inspired us because we were trying to figure out what to do after Nice to Meet You. We had finally finished it, I guess, in November, um, and we're kind of talking about it and realized we we love. Um, we consume a lot more um, 
episodic content than we do films at this point in our lives and we really enjoy it and we really like to analyze um, episodic series and whatnot and so we're like why don't we do this and we started like kind of putting some different ideas we had for shorts together and we're like oh we could just do like what if we took six people and we like named out our friends who we would cast right away <laughs> and we started talking about it and we kind of made a arc for the first season like because we knew it didn't have to be this big crazy thing it's just trying to figure out certain things in life and so we're like what if it started here they were doing molly one night and they all started kind of having these revelations and then the season is them just trying to put those revelations into practice into their life and we kind of figured out where it would end um so we have like the beginning and the end of a first season and then we kind of started developing it from there but yeah that came in a couple hours the name came the next day and i think by the end of that week we had made a like an initial like like a little pitch, pitch deck. deck and we went out to i uh, cut a little sizzle from some just stock footage, stock footage and whatnot and then, and then we, went, then to the we went to the cast the actors with with those materials and then they said yes and then we started developing the characters a bit more specific to each uh actor in an attempt to uh foster some authenticity two of our six actors have never acted before and so we tried to make their characters as close to who they who they are and and um i think we've been successful in that um but yeah, we had an arc for the season pretty early on. And then we just spent the last year really teasing out the details of um, the story and the treatments for each episode. Yeah. And the, so, you, you only have the episode one written out, right? Fully. That's what we're shooting. right Yeah. Now. We were just talking about this. We, yeah, we only have a completed um, script for episode one. We have really detailed um, treatments yeah. for each subsequent episode, but um, we were hoping to get the pilot um, shot and and edited and you know go through post production and and then um, sort of use that to continue um, pitching while while continuing to write um, more scripts. Yeah, I think we felt like well, let's go ahead and get the pilot shot and done and see what we learn from that. See how the characters come across on the screen before we really dive into um, each episode and kind of learn as we go along, which is, I think, you know, um, Issa Rae, when she was doing hers, and James Blaine talked about that, like, doing it in a slower process helped them adjust as they went along, instead mm. of having to, like, write it all and shoot it all in 20 days or 30 days, and then sitting in the, you know, editing room being like, okay, let's try to make a show out of this. They tried to adjust as they went along and learn from what they'd already shot and see the characters come to life and start writing true to each character as they are coming across on screen. Uh, so that's kind of our, like, although we do have the treatment for everything, we're trying to wait till we finish this and then we'll start um, ideally putting together a writer's room. Is mm -hmm. Our dream is to put together a room that looks like our cast and of about, you know, seven to 10 people. And in a perfect world, we go away on a retreat and write the rest of the scripts. Um, but so we'll see how it goes. Hawaii! <laughs> no that's cool um i i think it's interesting because i'm getting into the development of series as well um that's really fast to be able to develop something it's very fast entire season like that um with all the the treatments uh how long did it actually take you to write the first episode of the script itself 
months. Yeah, several months. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, well, because there's so many characters. How much characters, of it right? is oh, yeah. improv? Because I know you guys did uh, right. rehearsals and stuff too to to get because to make it authentic to each character. Um, so how you did you like give them notes as to these are the beats and then they like riffed and you kind of maybe based your script off of that or was it very scripted and then they riffed off of that? Um, I mean, it was it was very scripted, but okay. we did um, we did like table read and, and rehearsal okay. and sort of saw what came out of um, the actors' minds and what they did with the lines. And we asked them, you know, if they felt there was a better way to say this or if their character would would, would speak this way. Uh, and then we, we revised the script to sort of incorporate some of those things that just happen naturally. Um, it is really difficult to, with six leads, to um, write for six very unique and distinct voices, which is why we really want to assemble a writer's room in which uh, certain writers are, you know, assigned to that character and they're charged with protecting that character and making sure that what we write is true of that person. And um, the reason it took us months and extensive revisions is because we were always trying to fine tune, you know, fine tune that, like, is this what Derek would say? Is this how Brie would say? Yeah. I think even like before we did a full table read with the cast, we would set up sessions Mm -hmm. with each individual um, cast member and go through all of their lines and have them read them out and just talk about them with them, like in a loose way. And like, just say, would you say this in a different way? Or like, read it out loud. Let's like, we'll kind of table read it with you and just try to find uh, their voices. Because at one point we noticed several of them were sounding very similar because we wrote us co-creator she's um, in new york she's the third part of this little trio um so the three of us have been writing it with the help from some of like um becca Cuco, who plays chris she has been one of the writers are helping us so she's very involved in all of it but especially with her character, she will give us notes constantly about, and that's what we, what you're trying to get to is like, we saw that working with her where she was really caring about her character. And from the beginning, I think quite often once and other things where it's written that happens, but closer to on set, you know, because you're casting very close to when you're getting ready to shoot. And so the, the cast starts coming back with some ideas, but we've been able to do that very early on. So we've been able to like really delve out these characters with the actual cast members who are going to play this character, um, and, which has been fun. Yeah, and we don't, uh, you know, prior to Nice to Meet You, I had no screenwriting experience and I don't consider myself uh, like a, a, well, I guess I'm a writer, but uh, that's not a craft that I've developed over, you know, years. Um, we intended for this project to be entirely collaborative we knew when we brought the actors on that they would be involved in developing their characters and essentially develop uh, writing um some of the episodes whether or not they're like in front of a computer actually typing out dialogue but we have um involved them in the writing process from from day one yeah we even did like before we wrote even when before we did the treatment we once we had the cast we did these like workshops with each of them where they were like three or four hour zoom sessions well, we just got to know them, 
more in in the context of the show and talk to them as actors and like what have you been typecasted as what is your dream role like what what are things you haven't gotten a chance to play or show about yourself what would you want to explore thematically with your character and um really that was fun because we thought like if we can take these six cast members and our friends but give them the role of their dreams or role of a lifetime like they are they're going to care just as much as we care and like we can make a united front together of all of us trying to get like create the next room or get into the next room together instead of one of us by ourselves or you know like asking our friends can you just shoot this with us real quick and then they go on right. about their lives and we take it and try to make something out of it. We're trying to all do this together and get to a place together. And that, that process has been really, um, really exciting and different and mm-hmm. fun for us. Makes it super personal for the characters too, for them to like kind of develop it for themselves on their own. Of course, with the help of like plot and stuff, but I fully believe too, <clears throat> characters can easily drive plot. Like they can easily like sort of like take the steering wheel of the plot, depending on who the character is and how much you want to focus on that said person. But I feel like, yeah, I I feel like the kind of plot will show itself over time. I know like it took months for that to to develop just for the first episode, but that's because you have to establish six fucking voices. That's, that's insane. I mean, I'm working on a script and three characters is giving me a crisis. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't know how I feel, you know, yeah, but 100%. I can't imagine. It's been the biggest challenge. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. And, and how has that translated to right. the actual filming process? I mean. Yeah, it just makes it um, infinitely more complicated uh, <laughs> because uh, our, you know, this is an independent project with, with we don't really have money and uh these actors are our friends but they're they're professional uh, actors and professional dancers and they have very busy schedules and just the 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 feat of coordinating schedules of six very busy people is is really difficult yeah um and then when you're on the set um you know having to get coverage and singles of six people on a conversation it's just it's hard it's it's really 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 hard <laughs> Yeah, Sounds like fun employment with Christine. Yeah. Ursley. Yeah. Yeah. Ursley too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, there's a lot of people in that film. Yeah. That's to it's, you, Christine. That's such an accomplishment. We, yeah. we got to watch it last night. I'm, I'm yeah, so proud impressed. of you. And yeah. I, yeah, thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's funny. Just like you do an ensemble and you're like, why did I do that? I'm never going to do that again. And then you like, maybe write one short for one person and then you forget and then you're like all right i have this next great idea again like eight people yeah <laughs> well what, for when we grow up you know the pilot has to introduce these you know these six people but our subsequent episodes will focus on not all of the cast at once we yeah. will feature them in some way but um the episodes sort of start breaking up the cast and really honing in on specific storylines and that should make shooting and, and even writing easier. So I'm looking forward to those episodes. The pilot and the finale of the first season are doozies and the finale mm-hmm. even more so than the pilot. But Yeah, we kind of, the pilot is closer to a 30 minute um, setup mm-hmm. because it's a lot to get, introduce these six people and try to give you 
an idea of where they their stories might go and make you invested and interested to see where their stories might go. Um, and that was quite complicated in the writing process. But after that, we've kind of taken, there will be shorter episode, shorter, like 15 to 20 minute. And we've kind of broken away from having to do a three act structure so much where summer we view them even as like little short films where it's just two characters go to Palm Springs for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's everything that happens there and their little like, vacation and, and so it's just set in that way and so we kind of built that knowing that it would get a little easier as we go along where we can take two of the cast members and a couple people and go away for the weekend and shoot a little yeah it was an animal house we had six cast members and it was like but and the crew wasn't it was was there less crew than there were cast wait how many crew members did we actually have we had a sound Probably. yeah that, no, yeah yeah it was a very tiny crew. it was like six it was even it was like pretty half yeah. and half it was all one, that's fun yeah and it was all in brennan and michael's apartment yeah <laughs> it was chaos right. like you know if we were shooting in one room everybody else is in the other room and it's just it was um you got to know each other pretty quickly yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. the cast yeah. was always like where's my stuff i'm like yeah. we had to move it i don't yeah. know <laughs> uh art needed <laughs> it I look forward to the day where I don't have to shoot in my own home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, it was, it was nuts, but it was, it's fun. It's, I think there's just that. I think for me, what was most exciting to watch was like, you mentioned that there were people in there that weren't, had never acted before and just watching them shine on camera was really, really cool to watch. So there were two specific dancers, um, Yoey and Shootapatra, who are like incredible dancers, like Papa Lock. And like, I've spent many days on Instagram being like, holy shit, on all their stuff. Um, and they're like killing it in like on screen, just being themselves and being really comfortable. And oh, thank you for saying great. that. Um, yeah. We know that they're stars and they already are and in, in what they what they do. Um, they've never acted before. So it's, you know, it's a challenge. But I, yeah, we put them in there because all we need them to do is be themselves and, yeah. and they will, they will make these characters uh, pop. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess there's some fun facts. So you said Yoey was the one who did the dancing for Encanto. Is that? Yeah. So if you've seen Encanto, the lead character, Maribel, um, Yoey is the reference dancer for her. So anytime that character is dancing, it's actually Yoey. And then they just animated her. In, oh my in, god the in, dancing was beautiful in that yeah really yeah, it's really cool oh my yeah. god that's fucked up that's amazing <laughs> that's incredible oh my uh, god Encanto yeah. almost made me cry too dude that movie yeah, is, movie is we, insane it's it's so good the um the mess the, it's it's so deep it's you know dude, it's, it it's really way too deep message. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, on a molecular level that is just like hitting way too close to home to the point where like my window cracks like it's yeah, just it's it's, it's nuts dude <laughs> I, I love the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a lot. My dad's the youngest of 11 and all of his brothers and sisters live in New Orleans, which is where I'm from. And we have lots of cousins. So we're all on a group chat and everyone's like, you check out Encanto. Like this is our, <laughs> this is our family. Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did they follow us all our lives? This is our lives. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that movie is awesome. I uh, and and the choreography behind it too. So, like, are there uh, like choreography in this show as well? Like, is there yeah. like um, the characters that we're discussing, Yoey and she, are you know 
real life professional dancers in the show. They play real life professional dancers. They're also gotcha, real life gotcha. partners. They're in a relationship in both real life and, and on the show. But in the show, we will incorporate uh, their careers. Um, we have this ambitious episode um, where they are rehearsing for like a tour or music video or something in the midst of a um, a difficult time in their own relationship. And so they're like fighting through this choreographed um, dance. Yeah, Cleopatra, who is one of the dancers that we're talking about, she is a director oh. as well and choreographs for all the things, but her and I are going to co-direct that one together and really work on a fun way to show like this where they're fighting during rehearsals. So they're dancing together, but fighting the whole time. So it's like this one day where they have this big, breakdown of their relationship but they're having to like work together and do this dance together but also are trying to have a conversation about their relationship and the future of it and so i'm looking forward to working with her on that and yeah, it's gonna be fun can do yeah well we're I look the, forward um, to seeing that that's amazing um, i love that yes me too uh, I was, <laughs> yeah. don't get too excited christine good god <laughs> now i wanted to know um because the the uh i the, it's one of the slickest pitch decks i've seen um what were your visual inspirations uh show wise for uh the for your show so like what were the current shows of today that you were inspired by oh uh, michael take that away because the pitch deck is beautiful and that's a hundred percent michael Landry here with you know with he'll show me things i'm like okay yeah that's amazing do that and um but i'm really proud of that pitch deck and website but that's all that's all that's thank you uh as a team i mean we i think the shows that we were watching that really inspired this were um, everything from Atlanta to normal people. Uh, I was just um, about to mention Atlanta. That it's yeah. it, like there's so much feel of Atlanta. I love love that yeah. show. Yeah, they do a good job of of grounding it in reality and, and kind of not feeling stuck to any rigid uh, formula for each episode. And we, we enjoy that freedom. Um, I made it for you is another one we were looking at a lot. Um, and um, and insecure just yeah, with yeah, like an la set Issa Rae is a genius yeah yeah we are yeah. the the biggest fans i yeah i yeah. i um i i joke about this because i've i met Issa Rae like three times in real life and she never remembers but no. <laughs> oh, that's so hard like, sorry one day, one day. yeah yeah for sure no i mean that's i mean our dream when we came up with the idea initially was like let's make a show that we can get to Issa Rae and get on her YouTube right. channel like that yeah. is our goal and it's still it that still would be just like <laughs> epic to us um, to get to work with her she's kind of uh, like a mentor of ours without her knowing that we watch her, her yeah. master class we watch all of her speeches and videos and um, really follow her career and um, the, extremely yeah. inspired by her the other reason I mentioned Insecure is because our, our cast, when they're together, they're just naturally uh, a bit comedic. And so um, <laughs> in starting the shoot, you know, we, we are tackling serious issues and there there is, you know, it's a drama, but uh, you're going to laugh because when yeah. they're on screen, it's just funny and who they are, it's just funny. So, yeah. And I think that's one thing we learned in shooting. I mean, independent shooting, you don't always have luxury of time. And so it's like constantly like, okay, we're an hour behind, but 
trying to like build in space to give them the time to like riff and be themselves because that stuff like now that i'm editing it it's it's so good and it feels so real and i think it's really going to help the show in a lot of ways mm -hmm. to add that uh, levity and that humor to what they're going through um yeah we have to pop in and be annoying and be like i'm sorry but you're very behind <laughs> stop doing so many takes yeah <laughs> okay i'm gonna go to the corner now yeah. <laughs> you have to you have to do that because um, you gotta get it in the can you know yeah. yeah no more stories with six leads <laughs> right exactly that's what we We're all say. done yeah yeah i said the exact same thing after Ursley, after fun employment well i forgot about it already and then i made ursley and then i am saying the exact same thing i'm like i want a eight person crew two characters and we just go somewhere cool and just like have a workcation yeah yeah, yeah. I just, it's, it's I think like, but that's the thing though, like, like, it, and it's hard to develop that kind of chemistry with six people and just to like hope and pray that it's just going to work, you know, <laughs> but you guys are, but I'm like saying like you guys like already kind of knew that, especially knowing everyone's personalities, you just sort of like, oh, this would work with that. Let's just see what, what happens. We know it's going to be good. So let's yeah. just see how they vibe together. And it could have gone south for sure, but it you still maintain the 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 level of respect to the character and the level of respect to the the actor to kind of make that character shine a little bit. Like you kind of meet halfway with the actor and then they yeah. sort of like take it and run with it, which yeah. is even more awesome too, because it's like half your job already done in terms of directing. Yeah. You're just like, Oh, you're really good at this. I'm just going to sit back and yeah. enjoy the show, you know? Yeah. It is. It was fun curating a group of people that you were like, we would, cause they were all friends of ours, but some of them hadn't met. They were from different parts of our lives, but we in our head were like, Oh, this group of people just them as, humans not as the cat as the right. meeting are fun together and we shot i guess when was that in july june or july we shot a little sizzle with the cast to do our crowdfunding um campaign and just and having them all in the same room finally and hearing them just hang out mm -hmm. we're like oh wow i just yeah. wanted to say this is the tv show yeah <laughs> they are yeah. amazing together and um, we're hoping to capture that um in the pilot and and beyond Mm How -hmm. has been the uh, hardest process for you guys, or the biggest learning experience for you guys during this process? You know, no more ensembles. Yeah, no more ensembles. <laughs> every step of it is so educational because I'm, I'm, you know, speaking for myself. Two years ago, I had no experience doing this, so I feel like I am in film school and producing school, and right now. Um, filmmaking's hard and raising money is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. Uh, that part is, that part is the most fun. challenging. Yeah. We have okay. about seven episodes just on funding the love. <laughs> like it's, it's just insane. Me crying. Literally crying, just me crying. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's, it's not a fun part of it. Yeah. And right. I mean, I think writing, um, once you have like everybody committed and we're, we're going and we're, crowdfunding it's like if the pressure amps up on what you actually are writing because it's fun to talk about it and and 
do a treatment of it. But when you actually sit down to like, what does this person say right now? Wow. And just trying to like, we've learned from past things, like, you know, it's constantly like put it there and then trim it, trim it down, trim it down, trim it down. And then almost throw it away and rethink that whole scene. Like, yeah. You know, really trying to figure out what is the purpose of this scene? And and only put that in it. (laughs) Yeah. With only that purpose being there and try to like, how quick can we get to that purpose without it? And we have like um, Alvaro Valenti is one of our executive producers. um, And it's been really great because it's four of us in the creative team. Um, Me, Brandon, and Madeline are writing it. And Alvaro stays out of the writing process until it's like time for notes. And he's a very, it's really, he's an exceptionally talented producer um, and has read so many scripts. And so he gives really, really good notes. And it is that like, we get excited and we like work for weeks and we're like, okay, here. And then he and he's back like, and he's it's like, terrible. I have a bunch of <laughs> like, I don't uh, need this. Who is this? I don't get this. So you're like, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, you can leave the room. I don't want to hear. From yeah. You. <laughs> I got to stare at a wall for an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we pick our feelings back up off the floor, we're like, you're yeah. so right. We actually don't need that scene. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then, you know, and then, it, but that process has been really like just learning to like go over and over and cut it up and, and start over and throw it out and try again and really being um like okay with receiving those types of notes and okay rethinking things and not like digging our feet in the ground we have the whole time constantly like maybe they're right like if two people say they don't understand this part or this thing like maybe we're missing something here and maybe it's that we're trying too hard we already pigeon ourselves into this room where this conversation happened does it happen have to happen here we were even yesterday talking about in editing what we have so far we're like wait we keep thinking that their conversation needs to be about this but what if it actually wasn't even about that it could be about a totally different issue that maybe even more impactful because they have multiple issues we just revised the pilot script yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh and we've already shot Four of the six. Well, days. I guess we're taking, we're taking <laughs> the, the shutdown, the unplanned shutdown, as like to make it better. Yeah, yeah. using it as like you know trying to find. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, there was like an old Kevin Smith quote where it's like everything's in revision until you like until final cut. Always. You know, it's yeah. just like uh, everything's always yeah. in revision. So it, you're gonna live with that, and then even after the point of final cut, you're still gonna be that OCD rocking back and forth. Like I could change that, I could change this, I could change that. You know, it's just like yeah. it's it's fine. It, it, it'll be it just let it be the way it is, but yeah. also make sure that like your greatest hits are on paper. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. no pressure. <laughs> Uh, definitely yeah and i think doing that process of writing like really breaking it down and understanding the point of each scene helps so much on the day when you're shooting Mm. especially when it's low budget and you're just like gotta go it's like wait did we get this i just need to make sure i get this point clearly and then we can move on but i have to have that you know and um, i think that has helped a lot instead of just going into it and being like oh let's get all of this and feeling connected to every line in the dialogue it helped a lot this time for me to back up and be like i can let go of those scenes i think they'll probably get cut anyway or those lines i need to make sure we have this part right here because that is the point of this you know yeah are you guys gonna do um test screenings by any chance that was the biggest thing i learned from ursley is the 
value of screen tests. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I, and this whole process is, is really frustrating, but also eye-opening. Uh, it's just, you're, you're exactly right. The, especially after you deliver like your first cut or something and, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is, I put so many hours in this and this is like, this is exactly what I want. And then someone just goes, it's just like, no, this is bad. And you're like, <laughs> it's, it's, it hurts. Mine was like that. Early the first time I showed it to the distributors, they're like, you need to cut like 20 minutes from this. Yeah. And that it's like, it's not going to sell. And I'm like, great. <laughs> it hurts. It's so brutal. I know. It it's, you put yourself out there. So it's really bad. I'm just going to take a uh, five and a half hour walk. Yeah, I was so mad. Like that was my first reaction. I was like, oh my God. And then like, so mad. And then, then you, yeah, pick up your feelings and you're like, okay, what is it? What does that actually mean? And I think that's the part that you learn the most from this process is, is sometimes people will say something, but they, that's not exactly what they mean. Right. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like this scene, you don't need it, cut it. But like, what, is, what do they mean about it? Do they mean yeah. that it's legitimately you don't need it or they just don't understand why it's important. If it's just why they don't understand why it's important. Maybe it's just the way that you cut, you know? Yeah. And so I think that was the biggest thing learning process for me was this was this feedback session was yeah. going through and recutting 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 thinking like this is it and then like still recutting like it's just i mean like when is it ever done it really isn't i think mm-hmm. i think somebody said i don't know who quoted this once but it was just like i don't think it's ever done it's more just like you get sick of it and then you're like that's mm-hmm. it <laughs> mm-hmm. right. that's it yeah i'm done yeah. i'm done sick of it mentally i don't think i can like look at it I, and the thing is like maybe two years from there, you'll pick it up and be like, oh, shit, I could have done this and this and this, but that's just how mm-hmm. it goes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, we are at, because I know you got two days to be, um, we are at the, I think about almost an hour mark. Yeah, um, like 55. Yeah, 55. So, yeah. is there anything that you um, want to, I guess, let people know about um, your show, about Nice to Meet You, about any anything that... Um, you want people to look out for or words of encouragement yeah um yeah i mean we'd love if you haven't seen nice to meet you to check it out and tell people about it we're really proud of that one um it's 10 minutes it's on youtube now uh it's a very personal story and um yeah we're just really proud of the work that was done with uh, what's what is the story about pitch it real quick um it's about a husband and wife meeting up at a bar at their favorite bar to discuss the end of their marriage after the husband um comes out of the closet and so it's their they're kind of like it happened a year ago and they're finally meeting back up to kind of talk about it and and go through it because they're separating um because of this of this authenticity or search for authenticity and that um yeah, yeah, it's it's two people. It's basically a breakup story, <laughs> um, but it's it's about it being a little more nuanced, where it's not like somebody you know cheated on someone and every each each person hates each other now and they just walk away. It's like two people that are still in love, um, but having to separate because of this. And um, yeah, so that was that's awesome. And it's on YouTube. It. <laughs> All right, yes, it's on YouTube now. 
Well, shit, huh. everybody. It's for free on YouTube. Go yeah, watch, watch it, it. right really now. Really nice. Are you out of your mind? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm involved in it. Yeah. 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 That was um, and yeah. And then when we grow up, please follow us. We're still crowdfunding. <clears throat> so if you have some extra dollars lying around, follow this way. Yeah. You said the uh, crowdfunding is still going on? It is. Okay. Yeah. Check out our website and our Instagram. Um, our cast is really cool outside of this project. Follow them, and you you definitely will find entertainment there. And Dave check is on the website yeah. if you want to see it. We're really proud of that. And we felt like we just wanted to put it all out there instead of trying to go around and sell the idea first. We're like, because we don't want somebody to want to buy it and then take it and make it right. the way they wanted. So we're like, let's. Let's make it the way we want, and hopefully somebody will see that and want to take us along, along with ride along to create yeah. it in that way. And so it's all out there for you to see um, and learn about. Yeah, so check it out. It's www.guseries.com is the website. Yeah, and it's awesome. Um, you guys should be very proud of yourselves. I was so excited when I heard about the concept. I was like, oh my god, that's me. Yeah, 30-year-olds <laughs> moving to L.A. and being confused as F what their life is supposed to be like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel like right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going through it oh, as we speak. Yeah, us too. Us too, absolutely. Um, yeah, the themes of it really connect. Every time we tell somebody about it, they're like, oh my gosh, that's me. And we're like, oh, we might be onto something here mm-hmm. and if we can make it where people relate to these characters and the story. Um, we have something really special that we're excited about. Yeah, very excited. Um, thank you both. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Yes, and talk yes, about yes. the project. Yeah, of course, we're happy to. Yeah, we, we should do more of these. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we would love we'll for you to, to come back. Catch up. Yeah, we want to catch up okay. for when you're done with the entire process because you still have okay. two more days. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, because it's what's going to happen or when or when's the next series like what's right, when's exactly. the next episode and like series are a whole different ball game so yeah. it's yeah it's be fun. we're learning that in real time yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that, that'll be fun to, to talk about so there's i think there's so much growth in series i think a lot of the exciting storytelling is in series um mm-hmm. right now and uh, it's it's incredible to see so many people they're able to make something for so little and then like expand, you know, so gives me hope. That's my next, next project is to do a series too. So yeah. Following you guys. Yeah. I love it. That's right. Well, uh, so we're at that time then Christine. So we're, yeah. we're, we're taking this plane for a landing. Uh, thank you again, Brendan and Michael, the greatest storytellers that are new to the game, but already veterans of writing <laughs> already Those you are guys kind of you guys you guys have like have come far and wide and also with previous careers and we've all had previous careers and we kind of hit that plateau in our lives where we're just like there's got to be more to life oh. than this right <laughs> like this can't just be it and then we find this we we it, with the love of filmmaking and the love of yeah. storytelling just period it it, that's what goes around and that's what i love so much that's what creates a real relatability to your show and we thank you guys so much for being part of this uh this is the get real podcast so you people know 
to pick up your Get Realism's book. Now, the reason why I say this every single episode is because this is film education, ladies and gentlemen. This is film education, over 100 pages worth, and it's all yours on GetRealisms.com. Film school right there, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Done. Ursulyfilm.com for the... And these filmmakers have used it too, and they're storytellers. Yeah, come I, on. Uh, was using it on the set of Nice to Meet You because <laughs> really? like, I don't even know what people are saying. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, please, everyone, Ursleyfilm.com yeah. uh, for the previous episode needs. Uh, we're posting backlog episodes to all the podcast platforms. Uh, get realisms. Yeah, follow WW. Series.com series. yeah. and check out the crowdfunding and watch the free video of an amazing story called Nice, nice to, meet, to you meet You on YouTube. YouTube. Oh, thank you guys. And it's yeah. free, people. I mean, give yeah, me a break. Awesome. Just, it's, just search it's it up. Quite, quite great. So, <laughs> so yeah. thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Michael, so much. Thank we you want you to come back anytime. You're friends of the podcast now. Yeah. So you yeah. just you just hit us up and you're like, hey, I'm coming on this week. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, Facebook. We're, we're leaving. That's it. We're done. That's it for <laughs> content, for free content. Okay, bye. We gotta go watch the Rams now. <laughs> watch the Rams, everybody. Yeah.